Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers, and welcome to season two. Thank you to everyone who has been along for this journey, the first year of the podcast. That's the hardest year to get the traction that you hope you can get with a podcast. And I've got to say, we have gotten the traction that I think we're planning on in the very beginning. So thank you all. And please let other people who are interested in growing and working with a YouTube channel, let them know that the Tube Labs podcast is here and that we can support them as well as you to help grow your YouTube channels. Now, I only have one regret when it comes to this show. I know there are a lot of you who listen to the show, and many of you have said you like the show. And the fact is, I don't have many reviews on this show. So this is what I'm asking you to do. If you don't like to go to Apple Podcasts, that's fine. There are other ways you can share and review the show. And Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast, if you could just leave a review, stars, whatever it may be. But if that's not your thing, maybe you could do a YouTube video on the podcast and what we do. Or have me on your podcast. Or write a blog post review. There are a number of things that you can do to help support the YouTube community and the TubeLabs podcast community. So, in this second year, I don't offer too many commercials to support what we're doing, but once in a while, you have to ask. You have to ask for the sale. And so that's my little ask this time. Before we get into our big topic, which are techniques and strategies to grow your YouTube channel, I'm going to talk specifically about five strategies. And one or two of them really does not work so well. But the other ones, wow, what amazing results. So let's start off with one that a lot of YouTubers start off with, and that is the shotgun method. Shotgun method is to create a whole bunch of different types of videos to see what works, what sticks. And that can work. There is a downside to that. And I'll talk about that in a moment. But the thing is, that's the method I used in the very beginning. I used that method to, well, when I started off that January, I started in November, and that January, I kicked off 100 videos in a month. Or, yeah, 100 videos in a month, and the month of January, and some of them really hit well. Unfortunately, they weren't the videos that I really wanted to focus on. So there is a downside to that. You may end up getting a hit, but it's not what you really want to double down on. It's not really the direction you were hoping for. It's just kind of an odd thought, created a video about it. And it's amazing how often that happens. If you really want to focus in and create a lot of videos, is not to use the shotgun method because most of the time the videos are not working together. And if you want to succeed on YouTube, your videos really need to work together. And that's why you hear all the YouTube educators talking about niche and focusing down. Now, 
if you're if you really want to create a lot of videos and really get the momentum going, there's nothing wrong with that. Plan that out, but don't do so many videos that you're going to burn out quickly. Now, the technique in which you are just getting in there and producing a lot of videos is obviously the volume method of YouTube development. Volume. It's all about volume. But when you go the volume method, in other words, maybe having one video a day or two videos a day, they need to work together. One needs to link to another. And in some cases, quite honestly, when you're doing volume, it, it's easier because you can stop your video at a certain point and say, okay, my next video is going to continue on from this other video. And they all kind of work together. And the next day, you can do a couple more that are absolutely related to the other ones. But they need to work together and you need to reference those other videos and send people back to different videos and keep that whole ecosystem moving and people flowing from one video to another. You can do volume. I just don't recommend the shotgun approach. I honestly thought it would work. I thought that I would see what I needed to see from the data. I'm a data guy. I love data. And I figured from that data, I would be able to pull out what I needed to see and hey, I could just build that channel. And guess what? It just didn't work out that way. I did have some videos that I could have worked off of, such as my Facebook videos. They're doing great. I'm Still, to this day, my best videos are Facebook related. And I could have acknowledged that and doubled down on that, which we'll get into in a moment as I get into some other really powerful strategies that I think you just might want to consider. And some of them I have talked about recently, and I'm starting to give more and more of these kind of names because it's helpful us to know what type of strategy that we're implementing. What kind of strategy do we find ourselves doing? I mean, if you can recognize that you're doing this shotgun strategy, it's helpful to know the benefits and also the negatives to using such a strategy. It's really hard. It's the hard way to go. The volume strategy is also the hard way to go because it takes up so much time and energy. It really does take a lot to publish and produce and do and create good videos multiple times a day on a regular basis. It really is a lot of work. It's going to dominate your time. And I highly recommend that you start off with a different strategy and work your way up to that. And two of the strategies that I recommend that I think work very well, I've seen positive results. I actually had a comment the other day from somebody say, wow, your views are up a lot. And they are. They are up a lot because I've been employing various portions of these two strategies. And one is the Zen strategy that we've talked about. And the other one is the compound strategy, which may be a little bit newer to some of you in this, this podcast. So first, let me get into the Zen, which some of you have heard and uh, some of you have not. So I, I want to just get right into the, the high value of what this is. Danielle Battelle and Brian G. Johnson have been talking about this strategy quite a bit. And I know they use it. I don't, know, I don't think they use it all the time, but they do use it and really did push it for a while. And I've seen the benefits of it. And what it is, is watching your analytics. You re upload a video 
you release that video. You watch it go up and get your your browse features, your homepage, your fans, the notifications, everybody getting in there and helping boost that video. The video goes up, up, and then eventually it's going to taper off and it's starting to come down. You're not getting as many views on it. At that point in time, you drop your next video. So in other words, you're going with the flow and you're letting the algorithms share your video and you're not stepping on the progress of that video by releasing another video that YouTube will now start to share and people now have to make a choice, one or the other, and that will bring down your click-through rate. Because if you're going to get a 10% click-through rate, maybe one out of, or 10 out of 100 people will click on your video when they see it, just automatically, because they love your work, on their home screen, well, maybe they'll only pick one. And if there are two showing, well, if it's 10 out of 100, now five out of 100 are going to watch one and five out of 100 may watch another or six and four, whatever it may be. But it's going to hurt the click-through rate based on the numbers, the odds. It, it works a little different for everyone, obviously, because you could have 10 videos up there because you're just dominating and everybody just loves to see your video and YouTube is pushing out there. There's so many variations on everything we do. But just sticking with the basic principle, we don't want to impede the progress of our last video. But once that is starting to taper off, you can publish your next video. Now, the other method is the compound method. And that's really about the numbers. Not so much when it tapers off, but actually trying to get more people having your last video in their watch history, a larger number of them. So think of it this way. We're kind of compounding and waiting until we reach certain numbers. So for example, especially if you're moving forward in a good direction, sometimes you're going to have to make a, a call and, and just publish another video. I'll explain that in a moment. But let's say you're at the beginning and you publish your first video and you get 10 views. I know some of you would be very disappointed. Some people get thousands of views on their first video. Doesn't happen very often, but it can. If you have a good topic, that may be the case. You can start off wherever you start off. So, but let's start with 10. And so you have 10 people who viewed that last video. Now, will you see that taper off, kind of like the Zim method, now publish your next video. But don't publish it until maybe you get 15 or 20 views. Now, if it seems like you're just not getting any more views, then publish another video because videos will stall. And I have seen, especially in my early days, say a couple of years ago, and I still see this is kind of true. If your video doesn't make it to 50 views, it's probably not going to continue on very far. Unless it gets picked up magically later by the algorithm, right place, right time, who knows, it can happen. But a lot of your videos just end up dead. However, I've noticed that videos that reach 50 views kind of continue on at some level. They may not be fast. It may be one view a week, but it continues. It's not completely dead. Now, one thing you can do when you notice that, a video that's trickling along, still getting some traffic, but not maybe really good traffic, and you think it's a good video, 
Well, over time, maybe a month down the road, you might want to try updating the thumbnail or updating the title. But see how that video does. If a video is doing really well, don't do those things. But if it's still getting some views, you may be able to breathe in new life and get even more views with a higher click-through rate because YouTube is still showing that video to people and it's still earning views. So the chances of you increasing the number of views quicker is real. The opportunity is real. So if you get over 100, it seems to increase more. 500, 1,000. And it just keeps rolling. You'll just, if it gets to a certain level, it just seems to get so many impressions as long as that video is still relevant to an audience. Now, back to the focus of the compound method, what we're trying to do is have as many people kind of in that history who have watched your last video. So if 10 people watch it, now wait till 15 or 20 have watched it. It may take a couple more days and that's fine. And then when you hit that number, say it's 20, now release the next video. And then your next video, wait until you get to 25, 30, or 50 views. Now, if you start off gangbusters and you got 100 views with your first video, then you know wait to 125, 150. In other words, we're trying to increase the number of people. What we're focusing on is what is called view velocity. And this is one way to help increase as long as you're creating another video that the people who watched the last video could appreciate. So the concept is the higher number of people who have your last video in their watch history and they seem to enjoy it, the greater the chance YouTube will show your next video to them. Now, if it's a month or two months down the road, there's going to be some deterioration. Not all those people are going to get served, and they, they won't all get served anyway, but the thing is, the higher that number that have your last video in watch history, chances are they will get served, at least a higher number of people will get served, and you can push that compound number even higher. Now, once in a while, you may have a dud video that doesn't work so well, and it's obvious. You may be to the point where on your first day, you always get 25 views, 100 views, 500 views, but this video only got 250 views. Well, then I would definitely try to really create one of your better videos. Take a look at a video that did really well and expand on that topic a little bit so you can bring that audience in and let that one run up. And then when you reach your goal, then drop your next video. That's the compound. It's kind of like compound interest. And you're purposely waiting for the numbers to hit before you drop your next video. And the difference between this method and the Zen method, the Zen method is just waiting for that tipping point and now drop the next video. And both can work very well. It's little bit different approach, similar kinds of concepts. However, they each have their own pros and cons and what is a pro and con will truly depend on the type of videos that you create. And you can try these different methods. If I was going to start with one, I would probably start with the compound just because you're not gonna have a lot of viewers in the beginning in most cases. And then you can test 
the Zen method and see if you can graduate into that and if you can get into the flow. It's kind of like getting into the flow of the algorithm. The fifth method is one that we're familiar with, and that's the consistency method. In other words, I publish on every Wednesday. I publish on Tuesdays and Fridays. You have your days and times that you publish. And these are really good for channels in which you're trying to build community. In other words, you want people to be expecting your videos at certain times. And there are most certainly advantages to that because if people know that your video is coming out on Tuesday, then people are going to be looking for it. And YouTube knows that certain people, your core fans, like to watch that video on Tuesday. So they're more likely going to pop that video in front of them because chances are they're going to be there and be a part of that view velocity and those early numbers in the first 24 and 48 and 72 hours. So there are advantages and disadvantages to each one of these methods. And as I've heard them through the years, and actually you know, Zen and Compound, I don't know if anybody's really talking about Compound the way I talk about it, uh, Zen, obviously, I, I told you where that kind of came from and was developing. But when I first started, I really did the shotgun method. And then I graduated into the consistency method because I heard a lot of people talking about consistency. And many of you know what I believe about consistency in terms of you. It's important for you more so than the viewers. However, you know, some, some YouTube channels really think thrive on a consistent way of going about it. But if you combine the consistency method with the shotgun method, it really does not work. And that most certainly is what I was doing. Yes, I was under the banner of marketing and business and, and so forth, entrepreneurship, but there's so many different topics and the, the topics just didn't lead one to another. I've tried so many different methods through the years and some strategies that are really good. And we should probably talk about this soon. Once again, on a Tube Labs podcast are the playlist strategies because playlists really do play an important role to support these different methods. Even if you're using the shotgun method, you can use a playlist strategy to help rein in and control what you're doing. And that really did help me. I did rein some of that in with playlist strategies by developing some series. And some of those series did really well. Actually, one of my very best videos came out of those series from a couple years ago. And that is how much does it cost to start a YouTube channel? And it happens to be about YouTube. But I my, my YouTube channel is not about Although I talk about it and have talked about it, it's not the core of my channel. Some people, some there are many educators, great educators out there, whose channel totally focuses on YouTube. And that's not the case for my channel. But by reining in my best YouTube videos and creating a series of videos on those topics, and I did it for Facebook as well as YouTube and SEO and some other areas that I have specialties in, I did see a lot of benefit. So if you insist on doing a lot of different types of videos and you insist on doing the shotgun method, be sure that you use a playlist system that will really help you out. Now, the visual suggestion ladder can be very beneficial. 
Um, I have a video on that if you want to check that out. It is, I think it works better if you have a niche, but we still want to drive people to our new videos. Visual Suggestion Ladder will certainly help you do that. I also have a blog post over at the TubeLab as well as RoshSillers.com if you're interested in that. So again, the five methods obviously are the shotgun method, the volume strategy, we have the Zen method or strategy, we have the compound strategy, and of course, the consistency strategy. And of course, you can use a combination of these various strategies and maybe some strategies that you're developing. It's all about testing. Some work well together, some do not, some it's very obvious. Some things just don't work because there's no real plan or cohesiveness behind it. The more you plan, if, if I had taken the time to plan out one video to the next video, even my first five videos, I'm sure I would have been much better off than I was by just uploading various videos based on topics that I like to talk about in business. They didn't necessarily work together, and that was a downfall. I really did believe, yeah, I'm going to just kind of blue collar my way through. And I am. I still am because that's what I got to do as I grow my channels. But it would have been easier. But I didn't understand that. And this was back in 2016. So, you know, I've had a lot of learning and growing to do as a YouTube creator. And you will, too. You're always learning. It doesn't stop. The process can always get better. There may be a technique that really just works best for you. I just shared five strategies, but maybe there is a different strategy or a variation of one of those five that really takes you where you want to go. But commit to a strategy for a while. And that's often what I've done. And that's how I've improved through the years is I would commit to a strategy for three months, sometimes six months, analyze what was working, what was not, where was I being thick-headed, saying I'm still doing it my way, and then making that adjustment where I was willing. Because sometimes the biggest thing that's in the way of your YouTube growth is you. It certainly is and always will be me. You are the one. It's not the algorithm. It's you. It's me. And are we willing to do not only what it takes and hard work is a part of it, but are we willing to do what the algorithm is looking for? And that is bringing people onto the YouTube platform, offering them a great experience that will encourage them to watch more videos of yours or other people. But if we can make the algorithms more than one happy and we really take the time to think about what it is YouTube is trying to accomplish and feed that monster, we're going to have a much better success ratio. Look, in the beginning, get the traction, get the momentum, and then down the road, you can start fiddling with some of the things that you really want to do that maybe you can incorporate and even possibly shift your channel a little bit one way or another. That's, that's okay. You might lose some audience, but you might have a mo enough momentum that that will work. And what has worked for me as of late has been 
the compound strategies and the Zen strategies because I have been allowing people to watch the videos, enjoy the videos, analyze what they're really grasping onto, what videos they seem to like, creating more of those videos, looking in my history with the encouragement of Daryl Eve saying, look back in your history, find those videos that really produce the traffic and support your new videos with those videos. In other words, use a playlist. Put that video that's doing really well and your new video that's related in a playlist and make sure they are exclusive videos for that playlist. So YouTube will suggest your new video from the traffic of the old video. You might want to check into Daryl Eve's 30-day challenge. I've talked about it before. It may be closed, but I'll just say this. This is from Daryl Eves, and if you want to know more, you need to listen to his videos and watch his stuff. But he really is pounding on the idea of momentum. Get that momentum going. Get that snowball going. That's why you start off working with your best videos of the past. Even if you have 10 videos, what is your best one? And do another one that is going to support it and be an extension of your best video. If you have a hundred of them, even better, and pick the ones that are working really well. And that is what has worked for me. Taking the time to extend my Facebook videos, update them, make them better, and my YouTube video. And there's some other videos that I'm doing, and I'm doing two or three, four videos after that will flow into each other. And I'm getting a lot more views. Along with the Zen and Compound Method, I'm using good playlist strategies. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts about these strategies, and I have some guests coming up. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Tube Labs podcast, maybe you have around 1,000 subscribers and want to share how you got there, I want to hear from you. Rosh at Rosh.media is my email, and people are emailing me, and many of you are going to be on the show. And I'm really excited because you just learn so much from the struggle and how people got where they are today. They don't have to have 100,000 subscribers. They just have to have a story and how they got there. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm also looking forward to talking with you on the next Tube Labs podcast. Season two of the Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubelog.com.